0: Remember our lesson that we've been dealing with uh, at the beginning of September, uh, two verses of scripture that God has given unto me about awake unto righteousness. And the reason that we ought to be awakened to righteousness is simply because our righteousness is not based on anything that we have done or ever would do. Our righteousness is based upon what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. Are y'all getting there? Amen. And so because of what God has done for us through Jesus Christ, it put us in right standing with God. So my right standing with God comes how? Through who? Through whom your right, your right standing come through? Jesus Christ. Amen? And so... Uh, <clears throat> Notice this, put this up there, uh, Casey, in Galatians 2.16. There are several places that this is mentioned, and it's also mentioned in uh, Philippians chapter 3. It says, knowing that a man is not justified, how? By the works of the law. So your justification, meaning your acquittal, did not come through something you did. Okay? It wasn't that we were not guilty. It's just that our guilt, our shame, our sin was placed on someone who took the penalty for us. Okay? It says, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. See? So your justification came how? Through Jesus Christ. He said, even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be what? Justified how? By the faith of Christ. So your justification, my justification, all right standing, it comes by Jesus Christ. Why? Because He is that substitute. He is the one that God made, has given unto us to say, I have a Savior. A Savior from what? From sin right? Along with sin came what? All manner of sickness, diseases, right? Poverty, shame, defeat, oppression, fear. Everything that you could think of that, that, is, that, that is contrary to whom God is, he placed it all up on Jesus Christ so that you and I will no longer have to bear the burden of any of that. But it is by faith. Are you listening to me? The faith of Christ. So you do have faith. Notice this. He said, even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be what? Justified. How? By what? The faith of Christ. That's important. Your justification didn't come by what you did. Your justification came by what Jesus did. The word Christ is that anointing. That's what the word Christ means. It means Messiah in the Greek translated anointed one and his anointing. So we are partaking of an anointing that gives us the same fringe benefits that Jesus had when he was on the earth. Oh, man, I felt something on that. Let's say, I thank you, Lord. Look at this for a moment in John chapter 6. Let me show you how this right, you know, this relationship that we have, this partaking of anointing that we have with the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice this. John chapter 6, look at verse 5, I think it is. Go back to uh, verse 3, I'm sorry. Verse 3. And Jesus went into the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Next verse. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was at not? When Jesus did and lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company coming unto him. Now, I'm, I want you to see yourself. I don't want you to just see Jesus. I want you to see you. Okay? He said unto Philip, "When shall we buy bread that these may eat?" Right? And this he said, to do what? Come on, talk to me,, clearly. what he did? to prove who him. In other words, it was to see, are you ready to enter into this open door? Disappointed time that you have and walk in the miraculous. Because you see, it's not going to happen because it's there. It's going to happen because you now know I'm justified by the faith of Christ. If Jesus got this result, Sister Pat, right? Then you and I are supposed to get the same. There should be no difference. Got that JW? No different. Hmm? Look. He's, he, the Bible said he said this to prove him, for he himself, what? See, yes. so you're gonna know what to do. Because it's inside of the Holy Ghost in you, he knoweth all things, he doeth the works. See what he said? For he himself knew what he would do. Mm-mm. If he knew, then you and I should know, because we too have in the same spirit of faith. Amen. But Jesus spoke. That's the difference in our in us saying, "I believe God." Well, if you believe, the word believe. You know that's a that's a that's a word that you and I are trusting. It's a word that we it's an action word. So if I believe something, then I'm going to act on that belief. I'm going to act on what the word says. So what is the word? He said he did this to prove Philip. I want to see you've been with me. He said. Now let's see. What do you know? Let's see. Can you put it to work? Hmm. Watch this. Next verse, kids. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. So what did he do? He got in the natural. That's the same thing that all of us do. What do we do? God began to talk to us and say, well, Lord, <laughs> how are we going to do that? We don't, we don't have enough money or money. Maybe we can have a chicken sale or rummage sale. Or you, you understand what I'm saying? You see, where our mind go natural. God ain't in no chicken sale, no chicken dinner sale. He ain't in no rummage sale. Mm? I'm look. I'm just trying to. Sh- I'm trying to help you. Look, God. We got enough people in this building right now to buy this ground and all the ground around us. I don't know, Pastor, I looked at my bank account, that thing pretty close to almost zero. See, you're looking in the natural. You're looking at what you have. God needs you to get, remember, because you are born of God, you're already rich. You're already rich. (laughs) <laughs> he just want to get it, he, if he can get you to agree with him, then he will get the resources that, 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 that you have desire of and he can get it to you. But he can't get it to us because we don't believe that he is. Because we're still looking at ourselves. Well, let's see. I got 10,000 over here. I may got 5,000 over here. Let's see. Maybe I could try to figure out. No, 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 no. Now, that may be involved. But let him show you. Look. He said 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. So now he got that right. He understood that, that every one of them may take a little. He, He understood that, right? Next verse. One of his disciples, Andrew Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, watch this, keep going. There's a lad here which has five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? Now you've got to understand, Rick Renner in his dictionary says, this was sardines and crackers. This was a little boy's lunch. Anybody know what sardine look like? And crackers. That's what he had. He said, there's a lad here with five boiling loaves and two small fish, but, but what are they among so many? Oh, watch that. See, your thinking going to have to change. If you and I going to walk in the open door, you got to go with knowing that God through the Holy Ghost is leading you. And he will supply as you and I go. As as we step forward, his provision will show up. His sufficiency, whatever that is, if someone is sick, what the scripture said, lay hands upon them and they shall what? Mm Hmm. Are you understand what I'm saying? You know, some of the people were, uh, you know, Peter was kind of upset with Jesus because he healed his mother-in-law. Not just a kid, not just. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move right along. That was just a little joke. And Jesus said, "What." make the men sit down now there was much grass in the place so the men did what Sit down so what did Jesus do he gave instruction why he got an open door hmm? what's his open door heaven his, his fellowship with God there is no lack in God. <clears throat> Remember, he knew in himself what he would do. But he'll prove, God is in you and I to see. What do you think about that? How, what do you think? What are your thoughts, Brother George? How are you thinking on this? Bobby? Hmm? What are your thoughts on this? He's looking to see. Notice. So the men sat down, next verse. And Jesus took the loaves, and look what he did. He didn't, oh, Brande, Shukala, and he looked at the crowd. Oh, Fakananana, in the moon said so they because, and he looked, oh, Shana, no, nope. no. nope. When you pray in tongues, you're building up your own self. You're getting yourself to do what? In faith, so that you can step out and speak the word of promise. Notice this. He took the loaves, and look what he did. What did he do? What did he do, Saints? Everybody talked to him. What did he do? He gave things. It's already done. So, what did he do? He gave thanks to two fish, five lo- or five crackers, and two piece sardine. He gave thanks. Why? Because Jesus didn't see the two fish and the five loaves. Jesus saw the abundance. He saw that he knew his Father spoke everything into existence. So he did. He did. He said, "I can only do John five nineteen through twenty. I can only do of those things which I see my father do. He saw his father spoke creation into place. Jesus duplicate." Duplicated the same thing because two things he had image and likeness, and the same thing that Jesus God is done with you and I through the new birth. We have image, we have likeness, but guess what? You have to take your word, take your mouth, and you're gonna have to speak in the same likeness. What he did, he gave thanks, and did what he do. He distributed to the disciples. So the multiplication was taking place as the disciples were distributing it. What did he do? He empowered the two-piece fish dinner to multiply. And to not stop until what? It had 12 baskets full that was left over. Look what he said right here. He distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes, as much as they what? Whoa. It wasn't, what, partial? It wasn't just say, well, look, we you know, just enough for everybody to get a little. No. To as much as they would. That means to you were satisfied. That's the God that we serve. Is that right? All right. Let me show you something else. Look over here in Matthew's account and look at the 14th chapter uh, Casey, and start here at verse 22. Watch this. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship. Now, what are we doing? I'm establishing of making you aware that you and I have to be spiritually awakened, means to rouse in your understanding that you are the righteousness of God. So if I'm the righteousness of God, then the righteous speak. So we are saying we are partaking of the same anointing that Jesus had on the earth, and we're demonstrating that how Jesus did it. So we too, that's 2 Corinthians 4.13, we too having the same spirit of faith. So therefore we what? Believe and therefore we speak. Watch this. Jesus constrained his disciples to uh, get in the ship and go before them. I mean, and to go but yeah, before him until the other side while he sent the multitude away. Next verse. And he has sent the multitude away and he went up into the mountain apart to pray. I wonder, wonder, you ever wonder what Jesus' prayer was like between him and God? I believe Jesus' prayer was always about thanking him. Hmm? Because everything is made. There's nothing that would be kept from you. I don't care if it's healing, if it's a deliverance, if it's a financial breakthrough. I don't care what it is. Nothing is kept from you and I that know their God. Hmm? Watch this. And the evening was come, he was there alone. Next verse. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed by waves. For the wind was contrary. Well, that's what you and I will have. The winds of life will be contrary to you and I when God sent us out, called us to do something. In other words, that would be some distraction. That would be some disturbance to do what? To try to get you to stop believing, get you to stop acting on His Word. Because it has to be something that you can see. Something that you can feel, something that's in your in your midst that will cause you and I to say, "No, no, I, I don't." You know that's too dangerous. I, I don't. You know I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm wait. I'm a you know I don't thank God. Hand that trouble only showed up because they don't want you to obey the word of God. Are oh, you understanding what I'm saying here? Look what he said. They were in the midst of the sea. And tossed by waves. The waves was being there because what? God told them, Jesus told them to go to the other side. What is the Lord speaking to you? What have He taught, what have He said to you? But now you are experiencing winds that are contrary to you. Things that wants to attack your finances, things that's trying to attack your body. A sickness that's trying to attack your body. Hmm? Attack your home. Right? Attack your family. Well, why are these distractions? Why do these distractions seem like they're so large? Remember, Jesus asked Philip about how we're going to feed you because he knew in himself what he would do. I'm trying to tell you, your head may not know what's going on. But your spirit knows exactly what God will do. Sometimes I got to pray it out. Sometimes I have to worship him. Sometimes I just stand on the truth that I do know and keep walking in the light of the word that I already have. Hmm? Watch this. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea tossed with waves. For the wind was contrary. Next verse. In the fourth watch, which would be anywhere between 3 and 6 o'clock in the morning, that they're out there tossing in that way, in that water. They, notice it, these are the same disciples that just fed the 5,000. What I'm trying to tell you, if you don't have a memory, if you don't allow your memory to store the goodness of God, the acts of faith that God's word has brought forth, I'm telling you, you will let go and when a crisis helps you, when a crisis takes place, you would have forgot how the Lord used you to bring about this miracle. It's just a few hours earlier that they fed the 5,000. Now, instead of them being on this sea, notice it's tossed by this wind, this wave, I mean, look, They should have been expecting. Now remember, the scripture says these things are written for our learning. This is not to criticize the disciples. It's to show you and I that we are just like they are. You can forget. If there's enough pressure, if there's something coming against you that you just don't know how. Look, you can forget. Hmm? Why? Because what you have in in front of you, you are more prone to think of it than you are to be reminded of what God has said in his word. That's why we have church. That's why we have podcasts. That's why we have Bible studies. Why? It's to keep you reminded it's not your spirit that will forget. It's your soulish man, you know, where your mind, your will, and your emotion will get involved, and it will talk you out of these truths. Why? Because you hadn't been filling yourself up on the word. Hmm? The more you feel yourself upon the word, the more you walk in the truth, the more you walk on the ways of the sea, the more you walk in the light of what God has said. And what you see versus what somebody else who hadn't been meditating the word, they see something totally different. They have fear, whereas you see faith. Look at the children of Israel. Ten went, twelve went up to spy out the land. Ten came back with a negative report. Two said, we are well able let us go up at once and possess the land. Why? Because they recognized that all the place that they came through, it was God that delivered them. It was God that opened the Red Sea that caused them to walk through 600,000 men. It didn't say anything about women and children. So if you got 600,000 men, let's just say they got a wife for each one, What did that put you at right there? At least by 1.2. There's no children. What if each one had one child? Hmm? We know they had more than one child. And their livestock. That can put you right at 3 million people plus their livestock. How long do you think it took them to cross the Red Sea when you got an enemy behind you? They didn't do this on their own power. They did this under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost or by the word of God. In the same season that you and I are living in right now, we're going to walk in the victory that Jesus has already provided by the word of the Lord. You and I have an open door. But again, these things are not going to happen just because they're in the Bible. They're going to happen because we're willing to make the stand of faith and fight the good fight of faith. When I say fight the good fight of faith, we're going to stand on the promise of God's word. We're not going to be moved by what we see. We're not going to be moved by what we hear. We're only going to be moved by what the word of the Lord is speaking to our heart. As the three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace, they told us we will not bow when we hear the sound of the of the of the, symbol, of the music of the cymbal by, uh, by Nebuchadnezzar. He said, either... God, deliver us or we die. But one thing for sure, we will not bow. Hmm? You can't die just standing on God's word. Hmm? God has given you and I an open door if you're willing to trust him by faith and do it the way he says. Look at this the fourth watch of the night, and even if I died in doing the will of God, so what? I still live. Right? And the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went walking, went unto them, walking on the sea. Look at this. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were what? What were they? They were what? Trouble. Saying, it is a what? A spirit. And they cried out for what? Whoa. Remember, they were the one distributing the loaves and the fish. This was happening before their eyes. Now, look at this. It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear, not the fear of reverence God, a fear of what is this? I'm just trying to say you can have faith at this moment for one thing, but you can lose your faith when it comes to something else that's different. If you don't use your imagination that God has given you, That's the power of memory. If you don't remember, if you allow yourself to forget, I'm telling you, you'll be talked out of the promise of God. You'll look at me as one saying, he didn't lost his mind. This is the 21st century. We don't have to think like that today. Huh. Oh, yes, we do. The Bible said in Malachi 3.6, I'm the Lord thy God, and I change not. Now, y'all can get on the little train if you want. Well, we need a new Bible. God don't think like this is 21st century. God is allowing us to use our own mind to think how we want to think. And, and, and you know, no, no. Watch this as I close. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were what? Troubled saying, it is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. Next verse. But straightway Jesus spake unto them. See? Saying what? Be of what? Oh, hallelujah. Fear may grip your heart because of something, a report you got. But I'm telling you, if you listen on the inside of you, he'll say, be of good cheer. Be strong in the Lord. Huh? Why, why is he telling you He has already overcome every trial, every temptation. For what? For you and I, so that you and I can experience what? His goodness. Is that right? Watch this. Jesus spake unto them. Go back saying unto them, be of good cheer, it is who? Be, it is I and be what? I'm telling you, I don't care what the report you got. I don't care how negative it is. When you hear the word be of good cheer, you say, well, I don't, I, how would I hear the Lord speaking to me like that right here? That's his word. You don't have to have a sound. Hmm? You got the word, you got the book, you got the you got the spirit of God inside, you got the word of God in your lap or on your little phone or whatnot. When you look at that, that's God talking to you. Why? You're living out. That's what I mean by awake unto righteousness. You are awakened to this new identity. You are awakened to this new idea. You are awakened to this new person that's in you. Second Corinthians 5:17 say what if any man be in Christ they are a new creature That's the man that God is talking to on the inside. That's the man or woman on the inside that knows the word of God. It knows the spirit of God. So when it tells you not to be not afraid, it ain't talking to your spirit. It's talking to your head, your spirit. he He wants you to come in alignment with your spirit. And for you can open your mouth and say, I will not be afraid in this thing. I will not die in this situation. But I should live and I should declare the works of God. That could be your saying. Hmm? That's got to be your saying. Next verse, Casey. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come on the water. Well, Jesus couldn't deny himself. Right? Next verse. And he said, what did Jesus tell him? Notice he didn't tell him, look, Peter, I'm the son of God. You're not ready for this right now. Hmm? Huh? I you, Bobby said, well, Pastor, let me cut." No, I said, Bobby, no, you're not ready for that right now. <laughs> I can see Jada. Whoa, 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 what you mean I'm not ready for that right now? Right? What was Jesus supposed to do? it. What did he tell him? One word. Come. Faith is always right now. Faith is never future tent. Faith is always right now. And Peter was come down out of the ship. And what did he do? Now pay close attention because I'm giving this, this I'm, I'm already finished. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. Hmm? It's like you. God is telling you, hey, this sickness is not under death. Hmm? But you got a report. This is it. You're not gonna make it. What you gonna believe? You better hold on to the word. Hmm? Watch this. Next verse. Here we go. Oh. But, everybody say, but. but. You know what that word but means? It just zeroed or canceled out everything before. You got to get your butt out of the way. <laughs> now, you, you, I'm talking about the word but. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> huh? But. <laughs> Isn't that what we say? Uh Yeah, I know that. But. Uh (laughs) 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 So when he saw, but when he saw the wind. Busters. Hmm. It's all right. They come walking out the water, but. That's what I mean. The moment you step out by faith to obey the word, distractions will show up like they never have before. Why? The purpose of the distraction is to get you to be unfocused and say, nah, Uh, okay. Huh? That's the purpose of the distraction. Because you found direction. Peter got direction. Where did the direction come from? The word. He, when he saw the wind busters, he was what? Woo, what made him afraid? What he saw. What he saw was stronger than the word that he heard come. See what he did? He got from the spirit and he went back into the natural. The natural will be what you see, what you fear, what you hear. I'm telling you, and it's easy to happen because we live in a physical world, but until you come accustomed of understanding God is not flesh, God is spirit. And when God's words speak, when you hear the word of the Lord, it will change every condition. My brother sang the song, break every chain, break every chain. Every chain in your life, it will fall off of you. Why? Because you refuse to doubt, you refuse to live in fear, you refuse to live in this pain the rest of your life. You refuse to live in this hell all the rest of your life. No, you broke out of it. break every chain. Huh? You will do break off every bondage. You're breaking all the bondages that the enemy wants to hold you and I in captivity of all the days of your life. You're living on this medication to kind of, you know, keep your nerves together. You're, You're living on this. No, no. We're breaking every chain. We're breaking every ounce of bondage that wants to keep you in captivity and won't let you go. When Jesus said, You said, Lord, if that be you, bid me come. He said, come. But there's a responsibility we come. You got to stay focused to that truth, on that truth. And you can't let no one or nothing get you unfocused, get you unraveled from the truth that you have embraced. Because the enemy is not going to let you walk in that truth without a fight. That's the difference in this open door. You're gonna have to fight, meaning you're gonna have to stand your ground on the promise of God's word, and you're gonna have to trust all the results. It's up to him. Lord, I trust you. And he cried out. How you begin to sink anyway? But that's what he said. Saying, Lord, save me. Save me just don't mean just. Salvation, but Jesus saved him from drowning because nobody could walk on water. But by faith, in the last verse of our case, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand, caught him, and said unto him, look what he said, O thou of little faith, wherefore did you doubt? See, that me he had short burst of energy on come But he got unfocused when he got the negative report. Hmm? We all can get negative report, but you got to respond in the light of the truth that Jesus gave you. Jesus said, for me to come, I came. I'm coming. I'm gonna stay focused on the word come, not on what I saw, not on what I feel. In actuality, what are you going to do? I rebuke that feeling. I rebuke that thought. I'm going to hold fast to what Jesus told me. What are you doing? You're walking in your authority as the righteousness of God. It's not going to come to you like right chairs on a tree. Don't let no one fool you. You have to fight the good fight of faith to have this. Did did y'all learn anything today?